So I would like to talk about living ageless in tragedies. I remember when I was about 14 years old, there was a family that lived across the street from me. And I thought they were a happy family. It was a husband, wife, and they had seven children. And I would guess that they were like under 10 years old. So they had them almost like stair steps. So I remember the mom was a stay-at-home mom. And on Fridays, that was their treat. They would go by a relative. I think it was the mom's sister. And that was something they enjoyed doing. They played cards. Well, this one particular time, I remember she was leaving with the children and they were going to catch the uh, public service, the public transit bus. And then I saw them running back, her and all the children. But only something was different. Well, they left the youngest baby in the playpen. And when she realized the baby was sleeping, they all ran back to get the baby. And we only talking about maybe 10 minutes. You know, maybe she did a not-so-good head count or something, but that particular day, it was, it was a laughable moment because nothing happened to the baby. It was just funny how she was running with one on her hip and the other, you know, six running behind her because they had all panicked about leaving the baby home. Well, I remember it was one Saturday morning, and I remember this man screaming, and he was running up the street, and he was sweeping something off of his arm. And when I looked, it really was hot grits in his flesh. She must have cooked grits and threw it on him. So I didn't know. I mean, I mean, I'm just 14 years old. So, you know, and by this time I was modeling. So a lot of times I would be gone on, on the weekend during the day, you know. So it was one of those mornings I was on my way to for um, style shows that day. And I remember this. So about a month ago, I went to the beauty parlor. I needed to get a hair trim. And I saw one of the children. I mean, she's a woman now with her own family. And she looked at me and she called my name. She said, tall, pretty, you know, my name. And she was so excited. It was almost like we both went back in time. And I didn't realize they called me tall, pretty, but That was probably what they saw me as because they were like under 10 years old. And maybe I was tall and pretty to them. I don't really know. But we had our little chuckle about it and stuff. Well, about a month ago, well, about two weeks ago, her nephew was kidnapped. She was raising her one of her brother's son. The brother had passed on. And she was raising his son, and somebody kidnapped and killed him. And she was very hurt about it, and she found a way to contact me and let me know what happened. And, you know, it was really sad. So I've been having reflections about that situation. 
because her dad was good friends with this man that lived around the corner. It was such a tragedy. And every day, they, wherever it was, they worked together. They would catch the bus together and come home laughing and stuff. But the dad would go in the house, and then the man would walk around the corner to his family. Well, somewhere along the line, um, that man across the street was having an affair with his best friend's wife. Right? And maybe that was why the hot grits was thrown on him. I'm not certain. But one day, I can actually remember this. That lady around the corner shot and killed her husband. I remember the gunshot. I remember the sound because we were sitting on the front porch. She never went to jail or prison or anything. But that man across the street, within maybe a week, he packed his stuff and moved around that corner and left his wife and beautiful seven children. He just left them. And he started a new life. You see, where there are three people like that, someone is always left behind. But this was so tragic. They literally took a life. Of this man, because I guess that man around the corner figured it out, and she and he had some kind of a argument, and his day, his life ended that day. So after this man across the street moved around the corner, he just literally cut his family off like they did not exist. And then became this big thing in the church. Because I remember him and that lady around the corner, he would have on fancy suits on Sunday, and she would be in, like, I guess, the white uniform. And go to church and come home from church. Well, eventually, he purchased a vehicle, so now... There was some kind of growth or something happening here. Not certain. So years passed, and I went to a funeral. And I think he did the uh, sermon. Not all of it, but he did a part of it. So that means he had um, was, I guess, high-ranking in some church at this time. And she was some kind of deacon or something. They became these really holy rollers, and they were in church. And that was the last time I saw him. So when I saw his daughter, she told me him and that white, that woman, they never married. They died screaming deaths of cancer. And she told me, she said, I couldn't pull myself to even go take care of him because my mother did not deserve what they did to her. Her mother is still alive and well and uh, always talk about me, she told me. So um, I I think that was the first time that I really knew tragedy. 
And just to see that some of those young children have passed away and now their children are passing away, um, it was really sad, you know, just really sad to hear that. But um, the whole neighborhood pretty much suffered this. The community suffered this injustice that happened to that man. And those families, everybody was affected. So if you want to know more about her, go to Grammarly Depot, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y, D-E-P-O-T dot com. And I have a monetized YouTube. I am a powerful influencer for life. So if you get a chance, drop on by, subscribe, and ring the bell. My divine salutes your divine. Namaste.